Welcome to American Indian Living, a program developed by the Native Education and Health Initiative to improve and enhance the health of people throughout the Native communities. American Indian Living is hosted by Dr. David DeRose, a board-certified specialist in both internal medicine and preventive medicine. Dr. DeRose has a wide range of experience with Native health issues, and he's ready today to help you learn more about your health. Here's Dr. DeRose. Welcome to American Indian Living. I'm Dr. David DeRose. Today we're embarking on a journey that is indeed a life-changing one. We're looking at connections between two diseases that are killing literally millions of people on our planet, and Indian country is no exception. The topic today is an interface between two conditions, high blood pressure and diabetes, and to help us on that journey is Dr. Greg Steinke. Greg, it's great to have you with us. Thank you, Dr. DeRose. Uh, really appreciate uh, the time. Greg, you and I have had the privilege of rubbing shoulders over the years. We've, of course, collaborated about a year and a half ago on a book that's actually doing very well. Last time I looked, it's in the top 10 high blood pressure books on Amazon. We called it 30 Days to Natural Blood Pressure Control. But you're not just a best-selling author. You've got some solid medical credentials. Tell our audience a little bit about your background. Yeah, I am a uh, family physician and preventive medicine trained as well and very interested in lifestyle approaches to disease. Um, I work uh, in the Oregon coast, and I work in two different hospitals there, Tillamook and Lincoln City, Oregon. And I'm involved in the hospital uh, medicine as well as uh, I've been a clinic physician through the years. So you're seeing things pretty much that whole spectrum. So you're on the clinic, the front lines, people coming in to see the doctor, but you spend a lot of time working as a hospitalist, so you're doing all the intensive care stuff and seeing people with the end-stage complications, if you will, of diabetes and high blood pressure, right? Every day, you know, it's probably among the most common uh, problems we see, whether it's heart attacks or strokes, uh, whether it's uh, diabetic complications such as uh, ulcers in the feet or amputations, the whole gamut of various complications that uh, diabetics and high blood pressure patients deal with. About a month ago, I was speaking at a tribal health clinic to a group of health professionals, and as we were talking, one of them told me a story. They said one of their patients was recently diagnosed with end-stage kidney disease. They had to go on dialysis, and they said the patient was shocked. They said, I don't have diabetes, though. How can I have kidney failure? This person, like many, haven't made this connection between these two conditions, diabetes and high blood pressure. They're often setting the stage for the very same problems, but it's not just kidney disease. Greg, what other diseases happen at higher rates when someone has diabetes as well as high blood pressure? Well, one of the first things I think about is heart disease. Heart disease rates are double among diabetics who have high blood pressure, double, and in some cases up to four times higher, uh, especially as uh, you age. And so the, uh, the heart disease and cardiovascular disease that, that includes stroke uh, risks are very, very high if you combine diabetes and high blood pressure. So we're looking at what we call cardiovascular disease. We've got stroke and heart attack. If you've got diabetes, 
you're at much higher risk. Add high blood pressure to the mix, even higher risk. Either one alone is bad for these conditions, and they're killing millions and millions of people on our planet, and a lot of those people are in Indian country. I'm not saying a lot of them percentage-wise, but, I mean, it's a huge percentage. Whenever I deal with people in tribal health clinics or in Indian country when I'm lecturing, people talking with me about the radio, almost everyone knows of someone who's had a heart attack, a stroke, or is dealing with complications like kidney issues, or you mentioned amputation. What about vision? Is that come into this uh, discussion as well? Absolutely. You know, what people may not know is that high blood pressure has significant impact on your risk of blindness. Um, diabetes does as well. We know that diabetes is probably the top cause of blindness amongst you know middle-aged people, 50s, 60s. But high blood pressure is a very, very common risk factor as well. And if you combine them, your risk of blindness and your risk of having problems from your vision whether it's retinal detachments or these kinds of problems uh, where the back of the eye, the retina, starts to have dysfunction, is much higher when you combine high blood pressure and diabetes. So the bottom line message is, those of you tuning in today, you may be concerned about diabetes, but a big spotlight today in the medical community is being shown onto the topic of high blood pressure. It is something that works hand-in-hand hand with diabetes to rob you of quality of life and longevity, and this needs to be on our radar screen. Greg, professional organizations like the American Heart Association and the American College of Cardiology, just a short time ago in November of 2017, they were so concerned about high blood pressure that they said, we're telling too many people their blood pressure is okay. We have got to change the guidelines. Tell us a little bit about how that played out. Yeah, that's very interesting. You know, we've had guidelines for some time. You know, in our book, we go over what we call the Joint National Committee Guidelines, and there's been several renditions of that. That is a conglomerate of specialists in the field of high blood pressure, and they came together and produced guidelines. And, and those guidelines basically said that if your blood pressure is over 140, over 90, that's too high. And uh, if you have diabetes and you have kidney disease, then your blood pressure being greater than 130, over 80 is too high and needs to be treated. But these new guidelines coming from the American Heart Association and American College of Cardiology really focused more on bringing a higher percentage of Americans to have their blood pressure less than 130 over 80 because of the risk they were seeing. And this was especially in light of whether you or not you have an increased risk of cardiovascular disease in the next 10 years. And so they have calculators to figure out what your likelihood of having an event of some kind, whether it's a stroke or a heart attack in the next 10 years. And based on those percentages, then we see what your blood pressure is. And if it's above 130 over 80, then this new guideline says we need to treat that and treat that aggressively. So I can see a lot of our listeners, Greg, hopefully they're not driving and their eyes are glazing over. 
But we talk about all these numbers, you and I, we've been looking at this data, we've written about it, we're speaking about it. So it's easy to talk about. But for you who are tuning into the show today, we got some really exciting stuff coming up. We're going to be giving you some practical pointers that will help you improve your blood pressure and improve your diabetes without medication. We're going to tell you, too, about a free program in Indian country, some free resources that uh, are available for you. So we're going to touch on all that just so you know where we're going. But, Greg, I think one of the best ways to make it practical is with stories. One of the things people have said about our book, 30 Days to Natural Blood Pressure Control, is they love the stories. A lot of stories, over 100 graphs, pictures, tables. You shared a story early in the book about one of your patients. You were doing just what we're doing right now in Indian country, offering programs, helping in different places. For example, uh, we're recording this show right now in a couple of weeks. I'm going to be at another tribal health center speaking to health professionals, but also to tribal members in that area. Greg, tell us the story about a patient of yours who you were offering programs in the community, and it just didn't seem to fit with his schedule. Yeah, that story is uh, always a significant uh, theme in my mind whenever I'm dealing with uh, anyone with high blood pressure. You know, this gentleman, I I called him Norman in the book, uh, he actually had diabetes and high blood pressure. And his wife had brought him into the clinic that him and his wife had recently moved from the Midwest. I think it was Wisconsin. And they had wanted to get away from the busy farm life, hectic life that they had lived in Wisconsin. And they wanted to retire on the coast, kick back, have a few good years together as they age. And uh, things were not going well. Norman was having symptoms. He was having some shortness of breath problems. But he really was putting it off. He said to his wife, oh, it's no big deal. You know, I'm just getting a little older. Uh, nothing, nothing to see here. And his wife was worried because she was watching him every day. Came into the clinic, made some assessments, uh, sent him for some tests, and asked him to come to one of our heart disease programs. And uh, we went ahead and uh, invited him, and he actually was at the program when I showed up. I remember that was the last time I saw him. Showed up, and he uh, was leaving. He was um, going into uh, his car and leaving the parking lot. And I was like, wait a minute, it's the start of the program, not the end. Mm-hmm. And he rolled down his window and he said, thank you for uh, putting on this program. Um, I came to check it out, but you know what? I'm just too busy right now. I just got too many things going on. I got some things I got to get done and uh, I- I'm not interested right now. Well, I knew that he was in big trouble because his blood pressure was out of control. His diabetes, his his blood sugars were out of control. He was not paying attention. And he thought that he was going to be fine. You know, he felt fine most of the time. He just Mm -hmm. had some shortness of breath when he exerted himself. He thought everything was going to be just hunky-dory. Unfortunately, a couple weeks later, I got a phone call personally from the physician in the hospital who said that Norman had had a tragic um, stroke. It was such a massive stroke that they, he was in the intensive care unit and he was intubated. A tube was down his throat and she didn't think he would last a week. Well, he survived about 10 days and died. Wow. Tragically, his life was ended uh, because of high blood pressure and diabetes coming together, producing one of the most common 
consequences, which is stroke. And it was tragic, so unnecessary, could have been dealt with. So Norman is someone that I want Americans to know about, and especially Native Americans, because of the high diabetes rate in the Native American population. They need to know that just because you feel fine doesn't mean that there's not an insidious, severe problem about to put your life at risk. Well, Greg, you and I both have been working in this area for a number of decades, and we've seen the results. I can remember working in a diabetes center in Oklahoma, many Native American patients, and at one point we looked at our data, and we were able, with just natural therapies, lifestyle-based therapies, other natural things, to get about two-thirds of our type 2 diabetes patients off of insulin. And this was with better blood sugars. So, of course, you and I can't travel around the whole country and speak in every place where a message is needed. And we're not the only ones giving these messages. There are a lot of good diabetes educators, diabetes programs in uh, Indian country. But the point is, we need a lot more because, like you mentioned, I mean, if you look at the data today, and it's not hard to find, those of you that are listening, I mean, if you go on Indian Health Service uh, website or the Office of Minority Health, a number of places that have data like this, uh, Centers for Disease Control, uh, U.S. Census data, you'll find uh, some numbers, not necessarily uh, disease-specific uh, data, but you'll find data showing that Native Americans, uh, American Indians, Alaska Natives, they have in the range of over double the risk of diagnosed diabetes compared to the reference population group. That's what uh, we would say are non-Hispanic white folks. And if you start looking at the young people in Indian country, that's where it really gets sobering. If you look at Native American youth, so we're speaking Alaska Natives, American Indian youth, age 10 to 19, they have nine times the rates of diabetes as the non-Hispanic white youths in that same age range. So this is a huge problem. What we've got in this show, though, Coming up in our next segment, we've got some free resources, things that you can take advantage of, whether you can come to a presentation that Dr. Steinke or I or others are doing, whether you're able to take advantage of all the great uh, resources you might have at your tribal health center. We have got some things that we're going to be offering to put in your hands. So you want to stay tuned as we come up with our next segment of American Indian Living. I'm Dr. David DeRose. My guest today, Dr. Greg Steinke. He is one of the co-authors of the book, 30 Days to Natural Blood Pressure Control. A lot more to help you in today's edition of American Indian Living. Don't go away. We will be right back. Today's broadcast has been pre-recorded. However, if you have questions about today's show or would like further information, please call 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. We'll be right back after this. This is Betty White. I know you don't need one more thing to worry about, but listen. High blood pressure can cause kidney damage, blindness, heart attack, stroke. And you can have high blood pressure even if you feel all right. One in seven adults has it, but it's easy to get your blood pressure checked, and you can treat it if it is too high. So don't worry about it. Don't ignore it. Just see your doctor and check it out. For your free booklet, visit the Will Rogers Institute at wrinstitute.org and find us on Facebook and Twitter. Emergency medical. 
medical unit. Respond to 102 Maple Avenue. Possible stroke victim. When stroke occurs, you have 60 minutes to win or lose the race of your life. There are new treatments, but you must get to a hospital fast. If you suddenly feel weakness on one side, have trouble speaking, walking, or seeing, it could be a stroke. Call 911. Get to a hospital. Because how you spend the next 60 minutes could determine how you spend the rest of your life. Stroke. Know the signs. Act in time. A message from the National Institute of Neurological Disorders in Stroke. If you receive disability benefits, keeping Social Security informed is key. Keeping us informed minimizes the chance that we learn about something later that could negatively affect your benefits. That's the surprise no one wants because it creates overpayments that you must repay, disrupts payments, and can even jeopardize your entitlement to Social Security benefits. Learn more about reporting responsibilities for people working and receiving disability or SSI benefits by reading our online publications, Working While Disabled, How We Can Help, and How Work Affects Your Benefits at www.socialsecurity.gov pubs. Some changes can be reported online at www.socialsecurity.gov. You can also notify us at 1-800-772-1213 or contact your local Social Security office. Our goal at Social Security is to pay you the right amount on time every month. With your cooperation to keep us informed of changes, the likelihood of any unpleasant surprises that could derail your benefits will be greatly minimized. You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE, 1-800-775-4673. Here again is Dr. DeRose. Welcome back to American Indian Living. I'm Dr. David DeRose. With me today, Dr. Greg Steinke. Greg is a board-certified specialist in both family medicine and preventive medicine. He's also got an MPH after his name. That means he's got a master's in public health degree. Greg is uh, actually one of my co-authors on the book 30 Days to Natural Blood Pressure Control. You've likely heard about the book before if you're a regular listener because I've mentioned it from time to time in the course of other interviews. But we're focusing on this theme because Greg and I have been seeing that if we get serious about treating and preventing high blood pressure, we're basically pointing ourselves in a direction of helping to decrease the risk of diabetes and its complications, and this is especially needed in Indian country today. Greg, we told a story about a patient who didn't make a decision to get serious about his blood pressure and diabetes in the last segment. In just a moment, I'm going to have you tell the story of Ed. We also included this in our book. But before we go there, some of you have been waiting for information about the details of the free program. If you're Native American, you can take advantage of this uh, free of charge. We'll explain more about it as we go through the program. But just to give you a website, if you're not going to be able to stay with us for the whole hour, the website is simply compasshealth.net. Compass, like giving you direction, health, and then .net. And I sometimes tell people we say it's .net because we're fishing for the best options to help you with your health. So compasshealth.net, if you go there, we've got a section of free materials. The second thing on that list Greg, you've been there to the website. What is the second link that you can click under free materials? The second link is called Seminar Resources and Drawing, and that uh, looks at something we're wanting to do to help interest uh, Native Americans to have a $100 free gift card. They can get a $100 free gift card if they do some things. What are those things, 
we'll spell it out later in the program. So there is a drawing where there the $100 gift cards is part of that. And by the way, that's for anyone. It's not just for Native Americans. The Native Americans who actually go through an eight-week program, all the material costs, the cost of the book, we have some DVDs that go along with it, those are all refunded. When they go through the program, send us some simple uh, data, you know, their blood pressure before and after uh, because we're trying to keep uh, keep track. And our way of saying thank you, we're hit. we've got a drawing for $500 gift cards as well as giving uh, our American Indian, First Nation uh, listeners, Alaska Natives, wherever you're from, Aboriginal Canadians, we're giving you all the expenses back. So whatever you paid for books or DVDs, that money goes back to you. So we'll come back to that in a little bit. Some people just want some simple points that they want to run with right from this show. So we've got that coming up too. But before we go there, Greg, tell us the story of Ed. We featured him in our book as well. Another patient of yours, what was his story? You know, Ed was a a fascinating patient. He was in his mid-50s. He was starting to slow down. He'd been working very, very hard as an accountant and had not been looking after himself, though. He had let his blood pressure become quite high and had gained a lot of weight. And uh, his cholesterol was elevated. And he came into our program. We had a, uh, a heart-healthy program for him, and he really got on board. He followed the diet uh, recommendations we had for him. Um, he really started exercising, started doing a number of natural methods that we were recommending, and he saw dramatic improvements. His blood pressure, in fact, dropped so much that he had to get off his blood pressure medicines. He was dizzy, and he was like, what's going on? I'm all dizzy. And he said that to me in one of the nights. And I said, that's good news. That means you get to reduce your blood pressure medicine. And so he got off his blood pressure medicines largely at that point, and he never looked back. He, uh, he continued on his journey and uh, and was able to uh, make dramatic improvements in his blood pressure, significantly reducing his risk of both a heart attack and stroke. He was ecstatic, and he felt way better. He felt so much better. You know, it's just it's just unbelievable how much better you feel, not only because you're not having the side effects of the medication anymore, but also because your blood pressure is more normal, it's not hurting your body, and you're doing a lot of healthy things that improve the way you feel. This is so exciting because people around the country, around the world, are getting excited about what they can do, and I know from my work in Indian country, when we talk about these natural lifestyle approaches, virtually every Native American patient I've had, person who's come to my seminars, we you know, we talk and they say, this is like our traditional ways. We're not looking to take more pills. So this approach, natural lifestyle approaches, you can address both diabetes and high blood pressure with the same approach. And it's not just the story of Ed. I sent something to Greg last night. There is a group about an hour from where I live in California, a retired registered nurse. She heard about the resources that Greg and I and a nurse practitioner by the name of Trudy Lee uh, worked with us on this book and on these DVDs that we have out. And uh, she got a hold of them and offered them to her community. Did you see the data that I sent you last night, Greg? Uh, Yeah, I did see that. I took a look at that. Um, Pretty interesting uh, data. Yeah, and so just for those of you listening in, she sent us the before and after blood pressures of 
12 people that went through the program. And there were a few people that had normal blood pressure when they started. But if you look at the, she sent me what, maybe eight or 10 people out of 12 that had blood pressures above 140, over 80 when they started. Now, the new guidelines, they're saying, if you want to be totally normal, get the systolic below 120. That's the upper number. Diastolic, lower number, below 80. But listen to these numbers. This is before and after a 30-day program. One person showed up blood pressure 174 over 88. Four weeks later, down to 138 over 68. So that's nearly a 40-point drop in the systolic, a 20-point drop in the diastolic. Next patient, 162 over 84, down to 142 over 82. So about a 20% drop in the systolic number, uh, not much change in the diastolic. Here's another one, from 190 to 170 systolic, 148 to 136, 148 to 134, 168 to 142. So you look down this list that she sent me, and basically everyone who had higher numbers, their numbers have come down, some of them as much as 30 to 40 points, others uh, more modest changes. But Greg, this is something that everyone can attain to some degree, right? There's no guarantees. Not everyone can get off all their medications, but lifestyle principles are powerful, aren't they? And the, the thing that I've seen through the years running multiple programs such as that is the higher your blood pressure when you start, the more significant a drop you tend to see. If you, mm-hmm. if you have a pretty normal blood pressure, it's only mildly elevated, then you'll usually just see a mild improvement. But if your blood pressure is as high as 170, as you mentioned there, you know, you can see some significant drops, especially if the person really engages the program. It also depends on adherence. Like we said, you know, how significantly did you get involved? How, how much did you do to really make some changes? And when you make those changes, things happen to your body. Um, physiology in your body, the way your body works actually improves and your body feels better. So right now, we're going to launch into 10 natural strategies you can employ to help with your high blood pressure, help with your diabetes. Even if you don't have these conditions today, the research is telling us that the odds are if you live a normal lifespan, you will have either diabetes or high blood pressure or both. There's probably fewer than one out of 10 people in the United States that live into their 80s that don't either have diabetes or high blood pressure or both those conditions. So the message is every one of us needs to be concerned about it. Greg, when we wrote the book, 30 Days to Natural Blood Pressure Control, we had a subtitle to it. What is the subtitle of our book? The subtitle very much illustrates the acronym on these 10 points that we're about to cover is called the No Pressure Solution. No Pressure. That's the acronym. Write that down. No Pressure. Okay, so Greg, we're not trying to get people's blood pressure down to zero over zero, right? No, we're not. We're trying to uh, help them to live more vigorous, healthy lives, and we want them to have optimal blood pressure. But the No Pressure idea brings to the forefront the idea that if your pressure is at the right place, there's no pressure to get it down any further. Okay, and you don't have to be all stressed out about taking a bunch of drugs and having side effects. That's so right. It's a mnemonic. It's an acronym. So each of the letters of no pressure stand for one of ten natural strategies. Greg, walk us through quickly. What does no pressure? What does the N, for example, in no pressure stand for? 
So N stands for nutrition, and the O stands for optimal choice of beverages. P is physical activity. R is rest. E is environment. S is stress management. The second S is social support. The U is use of natural adjuncts. R is refrain from pressors and excesses, and we'll explain more. And the last E is exercising faith in your creator. So this is a powerful uh, list of 10 things that can help you either prevent or treat high blood pressure, diabetes. We're going to tell you more about each of those elements, give you an overview as we continue in today's show. We'll also have more details about those free resources that you can take advantage of if you're a a First Nations person, or even if you're not, there's some ways that you can uh, more than recoup the costs uh, that are actually really very reasonable for these resources. We're going to come back with more on today's edition of American Indian Living. I'm Dr. David DeRose, my guest, Dr. Greg Steinke. Don't go away. A lot more to come. American Indian Living will continue in a moment. If you have questions or comments about today's pre-recorded broadcast, please call 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. So, you want to be a hero. Here are some ways to get the job. Hunt down that killer shark. Or run into a burning house to save a kitten. Luckily, there's an easier way to become a hero. Call 911 if you see someone experiencing the symptoms of stroke, sudden weakness on one side, or trouble speaking, walking, or seeing. Stroke. Know the signs. Act in time. You'll be a real hero. A message from the National Institute of Neurological Disorders and Stroke. Can you guess what's going on here? It's kids getting fit. Studies show that children and teens who get at least 60 minutes of physical activity a day reduce the risk of obesity, heart disease, anxiety, and increase their overall mood. So whether it's around your neighborhood or at school, just get out and play. For your free booklet, visit WRInstitute.org or call toll-free 877-957-7575 and find us on Facebook and Twitter. The Will Rogers Institute since 1936. My name is Tom Thornton. And my name is Cindy Thornton. We're retired, and this is how we live United. We decided to volunteer with United Way at our community free health clinic. United Way is how we contribute. Because we know our time and money are going to the right places. Judging by the thank yous we get at the clinic, I'd say we're doing the right thing with our retirement, too. We're Tom and Cindy Thornton. We volunteer at our community free health clinic. We don't just wear the shirt. We live it. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Diabetes affects more than 29 million Americans. If left untreated, diabetes can lead to serious health problems such as heart disease, stroke, blindness, and kidney disease. Your family's health history can be an important factor in determining your risk of developing diabetes. The National Diabetes Education Program wants to help you and your family. Do all you can to prevent or delay the onset of type 2 diabetes. Visit yourdiabetesinfo.org to learn more. You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE, 1-800-775-4673. 
Here again is Dr. DeRose. Welcome to the second half of today's edition of American Indian Living. I'm Dr. David DeRose, and my guest is my friend and colleague, co-author of the book, 30 Days to Natural Blood Pressure Control, Dr. Greg Steinke. If you're just joining us, Greg is a board-certified specialist in both family medicine as well as preventive medicine. He's got a master's in public health degree with a special emphasis, if I'm not mistaken, in nutrition. Is that right, Greg? That is correct. So you've got master's level training in nutrition, you've got the preventive medicine, the family medicine, and you're on the front lines doing a lot of work at the present time, not only in health education, but also in hospital medicine. Yeah, it's a very unique uh, double whammy that I get to experience on a regular basis. get to talk to people who are in the community, many times who are not very well, but don't need the hospital, and then I get to interact with folks who are in the midst of an acute illness, many times related to things going on in their life, such as diabetes or high blood pressure and other related things like that, that are very much have to do with how they live their lives. So where we're going in this show, if you've been with us from the beginning, is we're going to be giving you some pointers right now on 10 natural areas where you can help improve your blood pressure, your blood sugar without more medications. In fact, Greg and I have helped many people over the years, as well as our colleagues, to get off of medicines for these conditions. We've also got free resources. If you're a First Nations person, if you have Native American roots, if you're a tribal member, you can go on our website, compasshealth.net. You go to free materials. The very second option under free materials You'll see it there. It's a link. It's something that you click on. You click on that link, and it's going to give you all the details about how you can get the books, the DVDs that you can use in your own home. It's about eight hours worth of programming that you can watch in your home or at a tribal uh, center at, a, at your place of work. We recommend you go through it with other people, like this uh, registered nurse I just told you about who offered it in her community. Go through it with uh, at least one other person. That will increase your likelihood of success. And uh, we'll tell you more about how that program works in a few minutes. But we want to give you some pointers right now. Greg, N in the no-pressure mnemonic stands for nutrition. What are we learning about nutrition and how it impacts diabetes and high blood pressure? Well, we want to keep it simple. There's so much we could say in this area. But we want to highlight three basic principles that everyone who wants to improve their blood pressure needs to focus on. Principle number one is increase the amount of whole plant foods that you eat. We're talking about fruits and vegetables. We're talking about whole grains and beans and nuts and seeds. Getting a lot more of that in your diet is very, very important. That's principle number one. And and this is so important because Native Americans, historically, throughout the country, many of them, not just in the Southwest, but also in the Northeast and other places, they talk about the three sisters, corn and beans and squash. It's really pointing us back to these indigenous foods that are so powerful. Greg, um, from my vantage point, there are few things as powerful as beans to help lower someone's risk of diabetes, high blood pressure, cholesterol problems. How about you? Absolutely. Beans are amazing. Not only are beans good for blood pressure, they're good for diabetes, too. Mm -hmm. There's clear studies showing that. They're high in magnesium. 
and they're excellent sources of fiber. Beans are absolutely a dynamite duo when it comes to high blood pressure and diabetes. So one of the messages that's emerging as we go through this no-pressure mnemonic, it's not that Greg and I are so smart. We're just connecting people with what... (laughs) Historically, people have known uh, what indigenous peoples have known. So a lot of really these principles, if you look at them, you'll say, hey, these are what our elders told us about. This is what we valued in our culture. And that's what to me is so exciting about this message in Indian country. It's not saying that uh, modern science has some great solutions. It's basically saying, you know what to do. Greg, you may have seen the data, but we have data in the United States going back to 1900 in Arizona, and this is uh, some data from the uh, the Pima peoples there in the Phoenix area. Right. Essentially, no diabetes in 1900. They had one documented case. The evidence suggests that before European contact, there was actually no diabetes here at all in this continent. But one case of diabetes, that has surged to the point, I've seen data as many as 65% of Pima peoples above the age of 45 with diabetes today. Something has changed. It's not that Native Americans chose a different lifestyle. It was really forced on them. And we're looking at really trying to reclaim that heritage. You mentioned in the area of nutrition, one thing was more whole plant foods. What are the other two points that are so important in your mind? Uh, Number two is about losing weight and controlling calories, excess calories, excess weight, really has a very detrimental effect on blood pressure. So, Greg, if someone wants to put on the pounds, now most people don't, but they're trying to put on the pounds, what we've learned in nutrition circles is the most calorically dense food, the food that packs the most calories in the smallest volume is fat, right? Absolutely, fat, nine calories per gram. And compared to pure sugar, that's only, what, about four calories per gram, isn't it? That's correct. So we're not saying go on the white sugar diet, but those fat calories not only are, I'll tell you, very concentrated source, but the fat, especially the animal fat, really messes up how insulin works in the body, doesn't it, Greg? Absolutely. You know, saturated fat and trans fat, which is the man-made fat uh, that we have often seen in margarine in the past, but saturated fat is largely animal fat. Uh, fats uh, that are from animals that are in fatty-type animal meat are very detrimental on diabetes and make it harder for the insulin in your body to do its job, and that job is to get the sugar into the cells. You know, this is so important, the fat content. I was speaking to a tribal group some years ago, tribal health professionals in the Southwest, and one of the uh, clinicians there said, uh, we have here on the reservation a grocery store, and one of the aisles I call it the turquoise wall of death. Now, maybe they've cleaned up this particular store, but the reason he called it the turquoise wall of death is he said they had all this lard, this uh, pig fat in containers, and it was turquoise containers uh, made especially for people in Indian country. And really what he knew is what uh, what we've known for years, and that is this fat from animals, this lard, this uh, this beef fat. First Nations peoples, the, all the research, all the oral history indicates they did not eat fat, refined fat, 
and their diets. The fat was too scarce. They couldn't go to a, a grocery store, of course, and, and, a, and a market and buy lard. But this, he was saying, was killing the people on that reservation, in his mind, as a health professional. And uh, it's really directly linked to things like high blood pressure and especially diabetes, isn't it, Greg? Absolutely. It's really very tragic, the dramatic changes that have occurred in all Americans, and especially in Native Americans. Now, getting back to their roots, I think, would be an uh, outstanding thing uh, to improve their health. Now, you had a third area in the area of nutrition, again, something that was really pretty foreign in Indian country before European contact. What is that third element? Yeah, that's uh, that's decreasing your salt intake. We know that excess salt, especially in large amounts, uh, is, is very detrimental to your blood pressure. There are people who they take a dose of salt and they get a dose-related increase in their blood pressure. And those folks uh, definitely need to moderate their salt intake if you have kidney changes, if you have diabetes, if you have excess weight, you're probably one of those people. And lowering your salt intake is very important to improving your blood pressure. So, Greg, let's jump down. We're going to try to touch on all these topics, hopefully. But these 10 areas, we've talked some about nutrition, some simple pointers that uh, you as a listener can employ. We want to talk about social support or social connectedness. That's one of the S's in the no-pressure mnemonic. Greg, why is social connectedness or social support so important? You know, studies show that people who do not have social connectedness, you know, an example of that would be, do I have someone in my life that I can talk to about important things in my life, things that are really bothering me, things that are especially important to me that I can confide in? Do I have someone who I can confide in? If the answer is no, your risk of heart disease, your risk of blood pressure problems, your risk of diabetes is going to go up. And so having opportunities for social support is very important, and we need to seek them out. If we just stay in our home and we don't get out and interact with people in healthy ways, it's not going to happen. We have to get out of our home and start to find positive ways to interact with others uh, in healthy ways. And what greater way to do it than in a high blood pressure improvement program mm -hmm. to uh, interact with people and to get that social support so that your blood pressure can improve. Well, let's talk a little bit more about that. Let me give you some more details about the resources that we have for you. And again, if you're a Native American, you can get these resources and then we'll refund the expenses for you. Here's how it works. You go to the website. It's compasshealth.net. You go to the free materials section. And when you're there, the very second link very second thing to click on, it's Seminar Resources and Drawing. That will bring you to a page that is titled Make Your Home or Community Venue a Center for Natural Blood Pressure Control. We'll actually walk you through. Greg is featured in, in some of the video material. Uh, I um, in others, so it's the two of us. We're the two presenters. It is mostly me because we've developed some of these uh, over the years. But uh, Greg and I are your teachers on these DVDs. 
we've got special pricing on them. You know, one of my friends in Indian country said, don't tell about special pricing and, and don't mention any numbers. It's actually less than $70 for the DVDs. There's four different sets of DVDs. All of them have multiple presentations. And uh, the books, you can buy them on Amazon for less than $20. We have them on the website too. But we refund all of your expenses if you go through the program, you use the resources, and uh, that's for you, anyone in Indian country. If you're not in Indian country, we have some incentives for you too, or whether you're Native American or not, we're giving away some $100 gift cards as part of our way of saying thank you for you investing in your health and uh, using some of these resources and then sharing your success story like the folks I mentioned earlier in the program right here about an hour from me, putting into practice these things and seeing their blood pressure numbers come down without medications, helping them actually to decrease their dependence on drugs. We have got another segment coming up. We're going to cover a lot more about simple things you can do, whether you want to take advantage of the book or DVD or not. Greg, one more time, the title of the book is what? 30 Days to Natural Blood Pressure Control, the No Pressure Solution. And Greg, can it really happen in 30 days? Can someone really take charge of their uh, blood pressure and diabetes? 30 days is a conservative estimate. I would say that many people can get their blood pressure down faster than that. But 30 days is definitely doable for many, many people. Wow. We've got more coming up, more things that you can do that can make a difference for your blood pressure, for your blood sugar. I'm Dr. DeRose. Stay tuned. Greg Steinke is staying by. You do the same. We'll be right back. Today's broadcast has been pre-recorded. However, if you have questions about today's show or would like further information, please call 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. We'll be right back after this. One day, I'll teach chemistry to kids. I'm going to be an architect. My dream is to be a chef. At the U.S. Department of Education's Office of Federal Student Aid, we provide more than $150 billion each year in grants, loans, and work-study funds, making higher education possible for anyone at any stage of life. I can go back to college. I can change careers. I can make a difference. Federal Student Aid, proud sponsor of the American Mind. Learn more about money for college at studentaid.gov. Diabetes is a serious disease that runs in families. If your parents or siblings have type 2 diabetes, you have a greater chance of getting the disease. If you're African American, Hispanic, or Latino, American Indian, Alaska Native, Asian American, Native Hawaiian, or Pacific Islander, you also have a higher chance of developing the disease. The National Diabetes Education Program wants to help you understand your risk. Visit the NDEP website at yourdiabetesinfo.org for diabetes prevention tools, including the Family Health History Quiz. It started off as a normal day. I felt fine when I arrived at the plant. Ruth Junius's life was about to change. Then I dropped my keys. They kept slipping out of my hand. My arm felt numb. A co-worker asked me if I was okay, and I couldn't speak. I started to get scared. Ruth was having a stroke. People around her weren't sure what to do. They thought I should go home or lie down, but I knew something was very wrong. I wrote 911 on a piece of paper with my other hand. And someone called for me. Because everyone acted quickly, doctors at the hospital were able to give Ruth treatment that started to reverse the symptoms. Within a few minutes, I was talking again. I didn't know a thing about stroke before I had one. Now I make sure that my friends and family know all the signs of stroke so they'll get help fast if they need it. No stroke. Know the signs. Act in time. 
Call 1-800-352-9424 for more information. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, National Institutes of Health. You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE. 1-800-775-4673. Here again is Dr. DeRose. You are back with Dr. David DeRose for our final segment of today's edition of American Indian Living. Dr. Greg Steinke has been joining me for this show. He is still here with us. And before we go back to Greg, if any of you have been wondering about the inspiration behind this program, it is a grant, a grant uh, Dr. Steinke and I are both a part of. It's uh, providing more resources to tribes, to First Nation peoples, to help them with high blood pressure and diabetes. And as we've been exploring this with uh, people throughout Indian country, what we're hearing is, yes, this makes sense. We've got diabetes programs, but we don't have things that are connecting all the dots, bringing high blood pressure into the equation helping our people realize that we can turn back these things with natural therapies. So Dr. Steinke and I are available to travel. We're doing it throughout the country. There is no charge to tribes as long as we have grant funding, um, and we're doing well on that level with the resources. So we are booking appointments now to come to various tribal settings, clinics, tribal gatherings. If you're interested in having one of us come out, you can contact us through the Compass Health website, that's simply compass, like giving you direction, health.net. You go to the Contact Us link. If you have trouble reaching us there, let me give you a couple of other ways to contact us. So you've already got compasshealth.net down in your mind. We'll just drop an email to Dr. D. Rose. That's D-R, and then my last name, D-E-R-O-S-E, at compasshealth.net. So Dr. D. Rose, D-E-R-O-S-E, at compasshealth.net. That email will uh, get to me and or my team. And then um, if you're someone who doesn't do anything with the Internet, internet maybe you're an elder, you're able to get a radio signal way out in, in the recesses of some tribal lands, but you don't have uh, computer access, we'll give you a number. It's an Oklahoma number, area code 580-580-504-7500. So again, that's 580-504-7043. You'll also find that number on our website, the Compass Health website, for those of you that are uh, uh, able to access the Internet. So really, we have uh, free resources. We're doing free programs. We're trying to put these resources out there. And Greg, we've been talking on this show how we've seen how these things make a difference Let's face it, though, there's some folks that just want a few more quick take-home points. They want to do something right away. They don't want to wait for a, a book or a DVD. What can you tell them, let's say, on the front of uh, natural adjuncts? We have use of natural adjuncts. What natural therapies can help someone, in addition to lifestyle, lower their blood pressure and maybe even help their diabetes? Absolutely. Uh, one that we'd like to feature right now is hibiscus tea. Did you know? Hibiscus tea in studies lowers blood pressure. I've seen it in my own patients. The, most studies prescribe three cups of hibiscus tea a day to lower the blood pressure taken throughout the day, morning, noon, and night. And hibiscus is an indigenous plant. It's from the Caribbean and also from uh, the Middle Americas and is, is commonly grown throughout uh, North America. 
And you take the hibiscus flowers and you steep them in hot water, and it produces a beautiful red uh, look to it. Um, you take that and uh, you can drink it cold or hot, uh, and you get a good improvement in your blood pressure, maybe six to ten points. And, and if your blood pressure is very high, you might even get uh, better results than that. So it's a good way to improve your blood pressure um, in a natural way. No, I mean, this is a great point, Greg. And for those of you who haven't seen the book, each chapter in our book where we deal with these major concepts has a worksheet at the end of it. So that's why if you're using the videos, we recommend each person have a book. So the chapter Greg's been referring to is Chapter 12, where we speak about these natural adjuncts, go through a number of herbs and supplements that can help with blood pressure. We've got a nice uh, graph there. On hibiscus, it's uh, actually a study, we call it a meta-analysis, where they pooled a bunch of studies together, over 225, well, I guess 225 patients in five studies, and showing just what Greg said, a average of 7.5-point drop in systolic blood pressure, 3.5-point drop in diastolic. And remember, we're talking about multiple things. So when you decrease the salt, you start eating more plant foods, you add the hibiscus tea, you get the physical activity in there. That's another subject of a chapter in the book. Every one of these chapters encourages you to do something. Don't just read information. Don't just watch a video. What are you going to do with the information? That's what the worksheets at the end of each chapter are. It's you setting a personal goal. What are you going to do different for 30 days? Greg, we have a whole chapter on environment. One of the factors there that a lot of people are surprised can interface with diabetes and high blood pressure is noise. Can you give us some practical thing that we could do to help decrease our noise exposure? Yeah, you know, in the research, um, they actually call it noise annoyance. And the most common noise annoyance is actually road traffic noise. And so they took a look at how road traffic noise influenced blood pressure. And did you know that road traffic noise was convincingly linked to higher blood pressure? The closer you live to a busy street, a busy road that had a lot of traffic, the higher your risk of high blood pressure. And so they even found that if you move your sleeping room from one facing the road to another side of the house, away from the road, that you would see some small improvements in your blood pressure that they could actually measure. And so that was pretty interesting, that noise and the annoyance from noise, especially on a chronic basis, worsens your blood pressure. So what I hear the practical application is, if right now you're wondering whether you should stay in that urban home, maybe you're between jobs, maybe you should think about moving back to that uh, more rural uh, reservation perhaps that you come from. I know some reservations today are uh, in very busy areas, but uh, others of you come from more rural settings. That in alone could drop your blood pressure significantly. But if you can't move... What I hear Greg saying, what I hear the research saying, is just move your bedroom to the side away from the busy traffic. It can be that simple, huh, Greg, to get some benefit? That's right. Um, just a simple thing like that, even without changing anything else, studies show that that improves the blood pressure. And, you know, for every point that you improve your blood pressure, you see a significant improvement in your risk of being a heart attack and a stroke. And so every bit counts. Every little bit makes a difference. So, Greg, we've mentioned uh, more than once physical activity. Of course, this was something that was uh, of great value in Indian country historically. Many of us, whether we're Native American or not, 
have gotten away from an active lifestyle. The question often comes, a lot of people feel they can't do that much. Is there any research showing that, let's say even a person, I've had this question asked me, maybe someone's in a wheelchair, maybe they've had an amputation, they, they can't walk, they don't have a prosthesis that fits, whatever the scenario is, are there other exercises that can actually help with blood pressure and potentially with diabetes? Well, um, the first thing I'd say is that every little bit helps. So as little as a few minutes a day, maybe six minutes a day, can improve uh, your health, improve things like blood pressure. Um, as little as 30 to 60 minutes a week of uh, moderate exercise has been shown to improve blood pressure. So we're talking like less than 10 minutes a day of getting a little bit more activity, a little bit more walking, a little bit more uh, swimming perhaps, or maybe arm exercises, anything that you can do, aerobics for some people. Um, it depends on the person. So for some people, it's walking in nature. For others, it's using uh, the modern gym type idea. But whatever you can do to move your body more, as little as 6 to 10 minutes a day can make a big difference. This is such a huge point, Greg. And in the book, we speak about how even something as simple as a grip strength exercise has been shown to dramatically lower blood pressure. Just doing it a few minutes a day can make a big difference. Greg, you've given us a good overview of the no-pressure mnemonic, natural things that can be done to lower blood pressure and to help with diabetes. Before we close out the show, let me remind you that we've got resources, inexpensive resources, regardless of what your cultural background is, DVDs, books, they're all available at compasshealth.net. But more than that, if you're a First Nations person, you can actually take advantage of these resources and have all the money refunded through this grant. All you got to do is use the resources, use the book, use the DVDs. You'll see the materials right there on the free materials section on the compasshealth.net website. Greg, our time has really just all but slipped away. Any final words of encouragement for our listeners? Don't get discouraged when you have high blood pressure or diabetes. There are things you can do. It's not a death sentence. You don't have to be stuck on medication that is giving you side effects forever. There are things you can do to lower the doses so that you don't feel bad on the medicines if you can't get off of them. Mm -hmm. We need to find the things that work for us because um, the same thing doesn't work for everybody necessarily. And so you need to look through and figure that out. And that's why our book, 30 Days to Natural Blood Pressure Control, uh, can really help you because it can go through many different things that uh, help you figure out what might work for you. And you can just sometimes do a couple of them and see substantial improvement. And so we encourage you to give it a try, give it your best shot, and give it 30 days to make a big difference. Well, that's all for now. We do have to run. I'm Dr. David DeRose. My guest today, Dr. Greg Steinke. For all of us, we hope today's show has helped you have the very best of health. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.